You are listening to the Better Together podcast, brought to you by the National Association of Free Will Baptists. Welcome to the Better Together podcast, where we look for ways we can work together to advance the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today, I have with us Ms. Leslie Nichols. She works for IM International Missions, and in particular, as we'll talk to her today, she has E-Team and the college missions program that she works closely with. So Leslie, welcome to the Better Together podcast, and it's so good good to have you with us. We also have a return veteran of the Better Together podcast. His name, if you don't know it, is Derek Altum. He is in charge of Vertical 3. He works with Truth and Peace and many other ministries at the D6 Family Ministry. So, Derek, welcome back for it's about the 48th back. time to the Better Together podcast. It's good to be back. So we're glad to have you here yeah. with us. Now, you're listening. I encourage you, if you haven't done so, to go to nafwb.org slash leadership. And if you'll scroll down to the bottom of the page, you'll be able to download a copy of the Leadership Conference program. You're like, hey, I didn't get to attend the Leadership Conference. Why do I need the Leadership Conference program? Well, if you look at the program and turn over to page 14, you're going to find a very interesting article. The article is entitled, Keeping Our College Students, Lessons from Eating, Truth and Peace, Yet, CTS, and CMP. So a couple of months ago, I was talking to uh, my two colleagues here, and we said, we want to find Mm -hmm. out what are some things we can do to reach college students. We've got a task force that works on that. And this group, what we can do to keep college students. And we did this little survey to find out what had happened to the students from this particular program. And every person that completed the survey is part of Generation Z. So one thing I encourage you to get in your mind is Generation uh, Generation Z is the least church generation that we have ever had in America. In fact, only 10% of Generation Z attends church once a month. Uh, we also know about Generation Z that 70% of them that are going to church, they stop going to church after high school and uh, at least to this point have not returned. So why is it so important that we're talking about Generation Z and what did we find in this particular survey, Leslie and Derek, that just really knocked our socks off, you might say? Yeah, I I think for me, if you don't mind if I go first, I think for me um, is that all the students who completed the survey, over 99% of them are still churched young people, which which flies in the face of the cultural statistics of students who finish high school and depart from the church, many of which never to return, that's just not the case of Free Will Baptist young people who are going and being a part of one of these programs. Very good. So if you're wondering, the exact date is 99.25, which means there was one person one person in the whole survey that wasn't a regular church attender. We need to mention, though, we can do an item analysis. So we did. The one person was going to church three to five times a year, which from a lot of the data would still count as a church person. So that was one of the things that we 
came up with. What else did we learn, Leslie? Yeah, and I think that just to add on to that, I think that we find, if you know this generation, if you know Furrow Baptist young people, we know that they're defying odds. And so as mm-hmm. we're talking about the future of our denomination, a lot of these questions that we got and the answers to them kind of gives us a hope for what is to come mm-hmm. for the next 20 to 30 to 40 years, because we see people who are not only going to church, but they're participating in church. Mm-hmm. They're, I mean, we asked them, what are you doing inside of our church? And sometimes the comment section wasn't long enough for what they're actually participating in. Mm-hmm. And so we see that these students aren't only attending the local church, but they're also being a part of their local body, which is a huge encouragement for our denomination in the future. Yeah. Absolutely. And so Leslie mentioned that if you go to page 17 of this particular uh, program, you'll see some of the comments she's alluding to. And it seems like most of them were doing three or more ministries. It was not unusual to say, hey, I'm on the praise team. I do the social media at my church and I lead a D group. But get this in your mind, 87% of all the respondents reported that they were uh, involved in ministry in some way. And they told us what they were doing. So that was, that was a pretty exciting thing. That's pretty exciting for sure. Because one of the heartbeats of Vertical 3, and I know it's of, of E-Team and CMP2, is is students learning, like dedicating their hearts to the Lord, discovering their talents, and developing their leadership skills. And so it's really encouraging to see that we have a whole crop of Free Will Baptist young people, that that's coming true in their life. And they're not content with just being a pew sitter. They want to be involved in the ministry of a local church, for mm-hmm. sure. So I'm listening. Number one, I want my kids to participate yeah. in mm-hmm. E-Team, Truth and Peace, uh, CMP, College Missions Program, and CTS, yeah. Church Training Service. Um, as we do that, let's unpack it a little bit. Was it the programs that led them to be so mm-hmm. involved in ministry? And mm-hmm. we asked them that question. We said, how is it that you developed your church attendance, your Uh, church ministry patterns, and Mm. what kinds of things did we learn about from that? Yeah, from a a D6 family ministry perspective, one of the key findings was that most of these students had this really good rock-solid foundation of moms and dads and influential adults um, outside the walls of the local church Mm. were investing in their life and encouraging them to participate in these things and and sacrificing so that they could be a part of these things. And so it's really a beautiful picture of what the heartbeat of D6 Family Ministry is all about. And that's the church equipping parents to do faith at home and pass faith to the next generation. And so it's very, very important that home component Mm -hmm. to all of this makes makes just a generational impact for sure. That's great. So we think about D6 Family Ministries and so they told us almost to a person, their parents or a grandparent or mm-hmm. an aunt or uncle took them to church from the beginning. So they never, they never thought of not going to church. Yeah. But now they're at a point where they can choose to go or not, and they, they want to go. What about ministry? So we know from other data, Leslie, that 50% of all of our churches are located in what's called very rural areas. Mm -hmm. In fact, we have 28% of our churches where only 5% of the United States population is located. But yet you're asking them to go around the world or Mm -hmm. uh, go and impact with folks that are very different from them. What did we pick up from that? Yeah, and I think that they just kind of learned that their mission field is everywhere that they go. 
Mm. Um, and so if they're going to college, if they're going back to Alabama or North Carolina, Michigan, wherever they're going back to uh, rural or city or whatever that looks like in their own context, that's their mission field. Mm. And so in the same way of E-Team, we want to push them out outside their comfort zone to say, hey, what's it look like to even have a conversation um, or to share the gospel with someone that you don't know? What are you taking back with you? Mm. Because we talked about this a little bit at Leadership Conference. We have them for, what, three, four, sometimes yeah. five weeks a year. So what are you doing with the other 47 or 46 or whatever that looks like weeks throughout the rest of the year? And it kind of yeah. tacks on to what Derek was saying about it all starts at home. And so these familial relationships that you have with your parents or grandparents or even your youth group are mm-hmm. huge mm-hmm. Um, to not only with leadership principles, but also with reaching your community. So it's huge. Very good. So really what you're saying is they were wherever they were from, they're in a particular situation, they are going to church, mm-hmm. their families are involved, and they're teaching them, but then they come to E-Team or Truth and Peace or they participate in uh, CTS, and it's like pouring gasoline exactly on them right. from a ministry mm-hmm. standpoint. So let's go through, what is it about Truth and Peace mm-hmm. that's so special, Derek? Yeah, yeah. Truth and Peace, um, for those of you who don't know, is a student leadership conference for those students who've completed their freshman year of high school, and you can even serve the summer post-high school. Um, and the idea is that you may would start from the beginning as of what we would call 101 and, and progress all the way through 401. And we have a very specific... Um, curriculum, if that's the word you want to use, or a pathway that we want to take them through uh, during that four-year journey where we're talking about things like um, identity and not identity from a cultural perspective, because if you start traveling down that road, it gets a little scary, but but who are you in Christ? How has God made me? Um, And things of that nature to where a 201 is all about kind of belonging. Like I'm part of something. I can serve joyfully. We're, we're all the while teaching apologetics. We're teaching students like, what does it mean to have a quiet time? What does it mean to be a part of a denomination like the Free Will Baptist? How do those puzzle pieces kind of fit together? Like I'm, I'm, I belong to something bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as a 301, um, we talk a little bit about purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, like what, what was I created for? And how, how, can I, how can I use the way that the Lord made me as who I am and discovering who I am in that 201 year and then kind of put it into practice in leading a team and, and things of that nature. And then as a 401, we really view them as an extension of our staff at Truth and Peace. We're putting them in a high-level leadership uh, capacity, and sometimes it's high pressure, and we're just we're starting the process of kind of burning off the rough edges a little bit and re- doing a refining process. And then we're, we're hoping they're just going to launch then. And as we're seeing from the statistics and the data, like they're, they're, they're launching well. Mm-hmm. So we're just, we're just very thankful for the opportunity we have to, to, to play that part in the development of our students. So you've got 101, 201, 301, yeah. 401. But anyone who participated at least one year Correct. was could, had the opportunity yeah. to be a part of the study. That's right. One of the things, we, when we look at some of their comments, they're saying mm-hmm. things like, I was taught, yeah. I learned, I was helped. Mm-hmm. And so what it sounds like is they were in an environment where they learned a lot, but they also experienced a lot, mm-hmm. being around different people right. and, and going and serving. Yeah. Uh, they serve at the National they do. every year. Yeah. We couldn't do what we do at the Vertical 3 Conference if it were not for Truth and Peace. Um, and so we're, we're thankful that we kind of have a... 
a laboratory, if you will, to kind of put what we're teaching and what, what they're learning into practice as they serve our denomination at the convention every, every summer. Very good. Yeah. And so, Leslie, with IM, you've got a different program, E-Team. Mm -hmm. And so E-Team is where we go somewhere in mm -hmm. a completely different culture. Mm -hmm. And so give us a sense of what that particular program is like. Yeah, so just to break down the basic structure of E-Team, um, it's around a three-week program. It's throughout the month of June. It's for students who have just completed the 10th grade through just completed the 12th grade. So there's three years of opportunities for you. And we kind of start out, if you're applying for the first year, you're probably going to stay a little bit more domestic or maybe St. Croix, Virgin Islands, something like that, or Hawaii. Um, and then basically geographically based, we're going to move you out a little bit further mm. with e each year. So your third year, you might be looking at Japan. You might be looking at a Kazakhstan, something like that. Um, just to get you a little bit more closer to home for the first couple of years and to give you something to stretch for for that third year. Um, but basically, throughout that first week, we're basically taking students from all over the country and sent, getting them ready to be a team to send them out all over the world. Um, so if you've ever worked with youth before, you know that we have a huge task ahead of us <laughs> to take uh, two adults and pair them up with anywhere from six to 12 yeah. high school students and get them to be a team, but also come up with a VBS plan, come up with um, basic in uh, introductions in a different language. And so it's always a fun week of just learn them learning more about themselves, how to be a team, how to be a team player. But they're also sitting in breakout sessions like apologetics. How do I study my Bible? How do I have a difficult conversation? Uh, what is missions and why is this important in my life? And so we kind of give them that a little bit of training for not only for the next two weeks, but hopefully throughout the rest of their year mm -hmm. um, to come back and build on for the next year. Um, and then for the following two weeks, those students who have come from all around the country get to go all around the world. Mm. And so that's the coolest part of E-Team for me is just to see how the students, something finally clicks in their head. Like I've never been out of my state in Kentucky or wherever you're from and to see them go to Brazil mm. and to see the Brazilians worshiping the mm. same God that they do in Kentucky is something that is earth shattering mm -hmm. for them. And so just to see that light bulb go off in their head and to come back and mm. say, my entire viewpoint of God and what he's doing in and around the world has completely changed. That's yeah. great. It's amazing. So it's a learning environment, which is mm -hmm. what they tell us, but it's an ex they experience. So they have mm -hmm. to learn how to work together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you might have never interacted with someone mm -hmm. that was a Muslim or yeah. Hindu before. You're put in that environment. You've been given some tools and it sure does transform them, doesn't it? It does, yeah. That's great. So we think mostly about truth and peace, mm -hmm. and we think yeah. about E-Team, mm -hmm. but we also had participants in this sample that did something called CTS, yeah. Church Training Service. What yeah. is that, Derek? Yeah, so what most mm -hmm. of, of our listeners probably know it as is competition. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I love and hate that terminology Yeah, uh, because there is a sense where we do compete uh, at the CTS Ministry Expo every year at the convention, and we award first second third places and and things like that but but that's really not the heartbeat behind the behind the church training service it goes back to that mission of vertical three that component of we want to help students discover how the lord has made them what talents and abilities he's given them are they artistic do they um are, are they gifted in some form of music and obviously when it comes to the bible competitions the bible categories it's it's we're doing everything we can for students to just engage the word of god and get it planted down deep in who they are so that no matter where it takes them whether it's overseas mm -hmm. um, after the lord has worked in their heart through e-team or cmp 
or they're serving at a church across the street mm-hmm. that they just have this solid biblical foundation. Um, because what we're seeing is stickability factors are at play here. Deep Bible engagement, the, the presence of an influential caring adult, especially mom and dad, and service opportunities, those are three huge stickability factors that that just help students stay connected to the church. And so whether they're a part of Truth and Peace or YET or CTS or CMP or E-Team, we're, we're playing on those stickability factors, and, and CTS plays a huge, huge part of that. Mm-hmm. So you kind of alluded it does prepare them for ministry. Yeah, sure. We had a lot of comments about scriptures I learned all the way back yeah. in CTS, and there was one person that was 27 in yeah. the sample, at yeah. least one, and they're remembering these things. That's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and some of it they learned in elementary yeah. age, really. Yeah. So this this works, and whereas you have to raise money to go to Truth and Peace sure. or... E-team, anyone can really participate in CTS. Yeah, you really can. So we're throwing a lot of acronyms around. We're going to give you another one, CMP, College Missions Program. Mm -hmm. And that's another one that uh, maybe not as many people have participated in, but it's another one that I am programs, Leslie. Yeah, yeah. So um, I get a lot of questions about CMP. What is it? What's this brand new program? (laughs) And it's always funny because CMP has actually been around since the 60s. Um, So at that point, it was called Summer Missions Program or Summer Missionaries. And then it was Go and Be. So you might know it from those two names as well. Um, but so CMP is basically just another opportunity for kind of with E-Team, they're getting their feet wet to the Great Commission and just seeing what that looks like on CMP. We're kind of building on that. And so they're really learning how to intentionally function within the mundane. And so what does that look like? You have college students who are going overseas to work alongside IM missionaries or IM partners uh, for about anywhere from two to 10 weeks. We had a team that was gone for three months this summer. So you're learning to wake mm-hmm. up on a Tuesday morning and say, how do I fill my my day with a great commission? Mm-hmm. And how do I find people to intentionally have a conversation with about the gospel or about their day and just introduce them to who Jesus is? And so that's a little bit more of what CMP does is that it just gives college students the opportunity to figure out, hey, I've always been a part of E-Team or I've done mm-hmm. Truth and Peace and I want to build on these different things. Um Maybe I can do that overseas. And what does that look like for me? So it gives them that opportunity. So it really opens their mind up even yeah. more. And now they're more mature. Mm-hmm. We should also stress, yes, that could be a college student at one of our Free Baptist colleges mm-hmm. or at a Christian college. Yes. But you have CMP from all kinds of colleges. All kinds of colleges. That's all. That's also another question that I get all the time is, if I don't go to a Free Baptist college, can I do CMP? And my answer is absolutely yes. Uh, we have students, truthfully, we would love all Truth and Peace or mm-hmm. E-Team or um, a completely brand new person to CMP to come and work alongside our missionaries and just figure out if this is for them. It's, mm-hmm. So it's open to all college-age students no matter where you go to college. And probably helps them as well think about the international students on yeah. their own campus, mm-hmm. uh, especially if they're at a state or private Absolutely. university. So that's it. And one last acronym, <laughs> youth uh, the YET team, the That's Youth right. Evangelistic Team. Yeah. So they're in here as well. Yeah, one of the cool things about YET, YET is chosen every year from the winners of certain categories through the CTS Ministry Expo. And um, most people will know that YET leads worship at the Vertical 3 Conference, but YET is so much more than just leading worship at, at the Vertical 3 Conference. They go on about a two-week tour, we call it, uh, in the summer. 
usually during the month of June, and they're going to churches and having services. They're doing service projects. They're engaging in church plants. One of the sponsors of Yet is NAM. They, they partner with us to kind of help sponsor that tour and off, offset some of the costs so it's a little more affordable for students to attend. And so we like to go into church plants. And, and again, it's, it's the idea of we're going to dedicate our hearts to service to the Lord using those talents that he's given us and develop our leadership skills and even domestically put them in situations that is uncomfortable a little bit to stretch them and their leadership. Um, and, and we're just thankful for, again, for NAM and that partnership. And, and yet it's just another way that Free Will Baptist young people are, are just moving the ball down the field, if you will, in, 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 in defying the statistics. Mm-hmm. So when the, when the people told us, these participants, what they do, yeah. every... I think every single yet responded could identify yeah. <laughs> things that they were doing. Yeah. Now, now it's almost like everyone, almost everybody did, but you mm-hmm. notice the yet people talking yeah. about singing. You notice them talk about yeah. instruments. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah. this program helps them to really mm-hmm. kick that into high gear, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, because every every church in our denomination needs musicians yeah. and needs worship leaders, and and not just people who are performing mm-hmm. uh, we don't we're not we're not promoting that necessarily as much as we're just promoting hey we want we want to lead in corporate worship and we want to use um, our, our time and our talents our treasures you know for the Lord in the way that he's he's given us opportunities to do that this is great yeah. so if we were to go and try to just do a study on generation Z and find yeah. folks that were going to church all the time that are free will Baptist we should mention 85 percent of them still go to free will Baptist churches. Yeah, um, some of them, there's not a Free Will Baptist Church where they're at, but yeah. they have mm-hmm. done a good job of finding a Bible-believing church. This is just a great sample to know what that looks like. And so what are some of the characteristics that we know of Generation mm-hmm. Z that we also see in this sample? Yeah, um, I think I think that that's really good. Uh, they're very passionate about causes, mm-hmm. and they want to they want to get behind. And when they get sold on a cause, they're going to go at it with just everything they have, mm-hmm. uh, because because passion is a is a big is a big. Th- that's one of the big things that stands out to me. Mm-hmm. And sure. I think I think you're spot on mission. Yeah. You yeah. know, so yeah. we talk about Generation Z being uh, more of a activist kind yeah. of in in some settings. In in a good sense of in that a, word. In a good yeah. sense. These folks are mission-minded. They're trying to reach the whole world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to go be a learn engineering and then start a tilapia farm, and the, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and they're doing it. You know, so yeah. so from that standpoint, what do we need to do as churches with with Generation Z? What can we kind of pick up from this survey about that? Yeah, and to answer your question before that, and to tack onto that one as well, I think that they're looking for real. Um, they're looking for real opportunities. They're looking for real people. Um, and they're looking for real programs. So if you're sitting there saying, Hey, I have a truth and peace student, or I have an E-team student that just came back. What do I do with them? Mm -hmm. And I would just say, give them the opportunity and give them the free space to figure it out. Um, because there's a lot of students that come back and they say, Hey, I want to start this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And you'll find them more on fire Mm -hmm. for what the Lord is doing in their life in those next two weeks after they get back Mm -hmm. than maybe ever. But it is just so cool because, like, give them the opportunity to learn, give them some boundaries, and say, "Hey, I'll walk alongside you in this." Yeah. Um, and 
they're not going to get everything right. We don't get that's everything right. right, and that's totally fine. But give them the opportunity because yeah. that's what they're that's what they're itching for yeah. for sure. That's yeah. really good. Help them when they mess up. Yeah. And and I, I don't know about Leslie, but I can say in in my engagements with this demographic, I think I learn as much from them as mm-hmm. what I'm teaching. Is yeah. it, if that makes yeah. sense, or what yeah. our staff is teaching? Um, because it's just so important. Like. I'm thankful for the people in my life who gave me opportunities and let me mess up <laughs> and were there to help me when I did yes. uh, because I think it, it makes us better better leaders, better people. And, and so I, th- I couldn't agree with what Leslie just said more. Yeah, so both of you are saying let them, let them yeah. lead, let them work. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going alongside them, working with them. You know they're going to fall yeah. and, and have difficulty as we all do. Yeah. Yeah. But try to take... Try mm-hmm. to harness some of that and yeah. and let it go. And they're proud of this, right? Sure. Yeah. They, in a good way. Sure. And you may be about to ask this. And I know that the three of us are passionate about this. We could talk about this this kind of thing all day. But I, I also have a heart for the students who will never experience E-Team, mm-hmm. yeah. never experience CMP or Truth and Peace or Yet or CTS. And it's like, oh, so are they just left out? No. Yeah. You can take these principles that we're doing in our programs and you can implement them into the ministry of your local church yeah. for those students. And I think you'll find the results are just the same. Yeah. So let's unpack that a little yeah. bit because less than 7% of all Free Will Baptist yeah. churches have anyone that participates yeah. in any of these programs right now. Now, we hope to see that expand, yeah. but I'm out there and, you know, whatever yeah. my situation is, or I've decided right now I want to do this, yeah. but it's too late to apply. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, uh, except for the HANA project. So, right. you could and participate CTS, in the you HANA could probably project. still get involved. You in could CTS do CTS. Right yeah. uh, so, you could email us at questions at nefwb.org yeah. and we'll point you somewhere. That's right. But what are things that they can do yeah. in the local church to help with this? We'll start yeah. with you there, Leslie. Yeah, and I would just say don't wait for the opportunity to come to you, but search out yeah. those opportunities. Um, a lot of what Truth and Peace teaches you or E-Team teaches you is to look for opportunities. And I think even going to the grocery store is a great example of this. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you reaching at your local grocery store? Mm-hmm. Everyone has to go. Everyone, or, <laughs> And as you're walking through the halls of your high school, what are you doing? And what are you known for? And so I think that a lot of that just kind of starts with the students and what they're kind of, what's your end goal? And we always tell our students, like, you have X amount of years left in this scenario. So if you're in high school and you're a junior, you have maybe one and a half years left Mm -hmm. in this high school with this influence. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with it? Mm -hmm. And so that's what our big thing is, like, use your time well and use it wisely Mm -hmm. and use it for the gospel. And you're in a church in in an area Mm -hmm. and you're like, hey, we'd like to... Now we hear what they do with Truth and Peace or Truth of Peace or E Team. How mm-hmm. can we do something like that? Is there some need in your yeah, community that right. you yeah. could help out with? Which is really what happens a lot with with uh, these yeah. particular activities. They do service projects, so it's yeah. a way of kind of kind of bringing that together. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned, they can always do CTS. Sure, you, you can always find ways to deeply engage with Scripture, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's through CTS or just doing a Bible study in your local high school or Bible yeah. study in your church or or whatever. Another thing I would say, if I were talking to students, I would say I challenge all of you to go to your pastor or youth pastor or youth sponsor and say, how can I serve in this church? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you are a pastor or a youth pastor or, or a worker, let them serve in your church. Yeah. Um, Again, they're going to mess up. They're, they're, they're going to be flaky at times, mm-hmm. but work with them. Let them get involved in ministry. Uh, be an influential person in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you be the person that helps them engage with Scripture. 
Um, like we, you don't have to go through one of these programs. We want you to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you you can do this in 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 your your own church, your own ministry. So we mentioned the majority of these students or these alumni yeah, are doing sure. three or more ministries, yeah. and so it's not uncommon to hear I do the AV, I do the social media, I do that. They're proud of yeah. what they do in a good thing. That's right. And so we want young people serving. What I'm hearing you say right. is let them serve yeah. or even recruit them a little bit and yeah. make a big deal of it. Yeah. And that's kind of what happens somewhat with here. That's right. Mm-hmm. And on the Wednesday night of the National, uh, mm-hmm. the Truth of Peace are often, they sing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We often have, we have the E-team walk in with the missionaries. Mm-hmm. And it's making them understand serving the Lord matters. It's mm-hmm. important. Yeah. And, uh, and there's just something special about this, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's, it's, really, it's really cool to see. It's really cool to see the, the hard work that so many men and women of our denomination invest in these programs yeah. to see the, the statistics and see that what the Lord has called us to is having an impact on generations for all eternity. Yeah. And That's so we're just, we're, just, we're just excited about that. So kind of parting, parting thoughts here. If you're interested in CMP or E-Team, yeah. Go to iminc.org slash go slash student-missions. You Again, if you don't get some of this, you can always email us at questions at nafw.org. <laughs> we'll send you straight to it. CTS, vertical, uh, vertical3.com slash ministry slash CTS. Truth and Peace, uh, vertical com ministry slash truth and peace. And uh, if you didn't get any of that, you're like, hey, how do I... Figure that out. You can go straight to im.inc.org, their yeah. website. You could also go to D6, uh, D6 Family. Yeah. Uh, vertical3.com. Vertical3.com yeah. as well. And of course, email us at questions at nafwb.org yeah. and we'll get you set up. Awesome. Thanks for stopping by today. Yeah, yeah thanks you know? for having Super fun. Us. Thank you for, yeah. Thank you for leading this yeah. way yeah. And, and thank you for collaborating with us. And we, we're just excited about what the Lord's doing. Yeah. We wanted to thank you for listening and being with us today. You probably know a young person or a youth leader that could benefit from this or even a parent. How about taking this podcast, share it with them. Remember, every little thing we do, it truly does matter. We truly are better when we work together.